this is the kind boy from the islands. You are now listening to the Schmear Campaign with T.W. and Kirsch Cat. Hello and good evening. Welcome to episode 22 of the Schmear Campaign. I'm your host, Brian, in Jersey City, where it has been nasty, raining all day, miserable, terrible fall weather. It's garbage. It sucks. It's 54 degrees. But in Miami, where it's always beautiful, 24-7, 365, TW, TW, what's doing? Always beautiful, Miami. That was a very powerful hello and good evening. I felt I feel, it. I feel powerful tonight. Yeah, I, I listen, as well you should. You might be under, we were saying this before uh, we recorded, but this could be a, a big episode of news breaks on here. So you, you're kind of, I think you start off a little excited. We were talking about the cold stuff. We're going to get into the winter meetings, but you got your Yankee shirt on. Oh, yeah. You know, this is, you know what? You deserve this week. You deserve what comes to you this week. I hope it works out, and we're going to talk about it, but you should feel powerful. Um, and like I said, it's not nasty here. It's beautiful. I, uh, you know, it's, it was so beautiful today. I saw uh, the, the uh, it was I ate outside at the Biltmore uh, Golf Club today, and who was there? Low Energy Jeb. Low Energy Jeb. Did you get? You, I, was telling, I was telling the people I was with. He's got low energy. We went to go talk to him, and he's got a lot of low energy. Listen, man. Typical politicians. You would think a politician would have more energy. Now, like, you're talking about typical politicians are very vanilla, very dry. You know, there's a reason why people like Donald Trump, Barack Obama, George W. Bush, why they become president. Their personalities just shine above everybody else's, you know, and... Bill Clinton, obviously, like Jeb had no chance. You have no, you couldn't outshine Trump. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. No, he, but he is low energy. Nice guy, but low energy. Uh, what was he doing? Uh, he was having lunch. I think he was just from my eavesdropping. It seems like he was discussing something uh, in regards to uh, some sort of like Google thing, like you know the whole ad word buzzword, something online, something technical. He had some people with glasses and a laptop. Uh, they seem pretty low energy too. Uh, it, it, that, it didn't seem that exciting. Nothing that would excite me. Typical white politicians. Yeah, you know, sitting at the country club. You know, yeah. you know, uh, he he did not order a soup. The person at the table next to him ordered a soup. So I, I was think there a soup we, of the day. The soup of the day. I, we can break news on the podcast. Uh, Jeb Bush not a split pea soup guy. Not a split. Does the split pea soup have ham in it? I didn't have the split pea soup today. It was too hot outside, so maybe that's why. Because I like split pea soup, but it was too. If you're, I'm, I'm not a soup outside guy if it's over seventy five degrees. Unless it's wonton. Outside, even even outside, I, I love wonton, but outside over seventy five degrees. If you're sitting outside, I'm talking about eating it outside. Eating it if outside. I, the thing is, like, if I'm getting Chinese food, it's always hot anyway. So, like, you're talking we about. Talking about eating it outside, but if you no, I know. So if I was eating Chinese food outside, I would probably get the same order that I always get, which is a combination with a pork with a uh, egg roll, which is hot. Yeah, I never not get. I'm talking about soup in general. I never not get wonton soup, so I'm with you. But I just would have to bring it inside. I'd have to bring the soup inside. That's all. Just eat the soup inside and then go back and enjoy the rest. Right, Uh, and then other breaking news from this weekend. Leonardo DiCaprio, a fan of Eleven, Leo, 
He was there on Friday night. I didn't see him, but I was told he was there when I was there. Was he emitting any carbon? Um, I, I, you know what? Honestly, um, I think the only carbon he was—he was probably inhaling carbon with whatever his cocaine was cut with. So, okay, you, you think? Know, I mean, there's gas in cocaine, so yeah. All right. So yeah, they, I mean, they definitely—they preserve cocaine with gasoline on the way over here. So yes, I think he was ingesting it. So maybe he was doing a world of favor. Maybe that's why he does care about. It. He's willing to take the carbon himself. So right. for that, he's a champion of his own of his own cause. Wow. Uh, and then uh, I also who else did I mean Vinny from the Jersey Shore I met, um, even though I didn't know who he was when he was introduced to me. Is Vinny the one who went to jail? No, that's the situation. Yeah, that's the situation. That's the situation. But other than that, it was a it was a fun, beautiful weekend here in Miami. Uh, kind of uh, so Friday night was just my typical Friday night. I really got a, a new, I found a new club which you're gonna, you would love that the Hispanic club, Tucandela. I mean, just Spanish music. They had a drummer. I mean, it was amazing. A lot of sirens. Yeah, a lot of great ass. Um, it was just nice. And Most people would think of me as a pretty, you know, pretty vanilla white guy when it I comes to music. Well, I got a Latin flair. Yeah, I think you'd, I think you'd be welcomed in with open arms. Yeah, if you're you'd feel it like you would do the like I was doing this like I was dancing like with my hand on my stomach and people like that. You should see me when I come home from work after listening to Gato Latino on my way home. I yeah. walk through the door and I'm nice. just like shaking my hips and moving my arms and Melanie's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Who me can or I, you? Can, no, to me, like, can I listen? Can I hear what you're listening yeah. to? And I say, no, you won't understand. So this nightclub is pretty much, uh, you know, um, what's got got the Latino uh, out, 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 out for all hours. Yeah, my with, my Spotify. Take us. My Spotify 2019 wrap up was pretty much in Espanol. Oh, see, okay, that's good. I love that. So you'd definitely be welcome. Then you would know your stuff. Oh yeah. Why is this? So I'm watching, this is interesting, I'm watching this stream of the game, and a thing comes up, earthquake updates from Miami. I'm going to go ahead and cancel that. I don't think I need to worry about that. Uh, Whoa, wait, wait, is it telling you that there's an earthquake happening right now? Listen, I'd rather be surprised for the sake of the podcast, so. I mean, that would be a hell of a weather report. That would be a hell of a weather report. I, I'd be, honestly, that would be a little bit on you. I feel like I'd, get, I'd need some warning. But... You can't predict a fucking earthquake. Yeah, you can't. Just like um, you can't predict a volcano, which we'll get into no, a little bit later. We're gonna get to that. And then I was in, uh, I was in the, um, the, uh, the, you know, the, the land, the city of some of our forefathers. Uh, this past week, I was in Boston. Uh, cold. Yeah, we didn't even really talk about the weather. Yeah, well, I mean, we get to it. You know, we always, we always get to it. The weather, the weather is always around us. You know, we're well, it was always. cold. It was cold. There was no crazy weather while you were there. No, it wasn't. I missed it. Um, you missed and, it. But you know me, Pud. You've seen me in the cold. If, if I'm layered, I'm good. You stayed in a, uh, you stayed in like a Blair Witch Project style hotel. I did. I did. That was not, you know, I learned a good lesson. And one of the partners at the firm came to me and said, you know, this is something he learned as a young associate. He's never let, and I don't know if my secretary listens to the podcast. I love, you know, you're a great secretary, but you're not going to be booking my hotels anymore. <laughs> Do you have the authority to do it yourself? Well, the thing is that I, I did have the authority. I just was not by the computer when I had the confirmation to go ahead and book. I was at, at Broward County, and uh, it, was a, it was a situation. And you survived. 
and I survived. Yeah, I was in the in, in the in the epicenter of Broward County. I was in a, in, a, in a chamber of commerce meeting. Which, right. That's a whole other thing. The oh, reason yeah. their water sucks there is because their first thirty minutes is a concert. So that's <laughs> you, know, you know another day. Uh, yeah. So um, that's funny. So yeah, it was a, it was a productive week, but busy and uh, you know holiday. We had our Christmas party this Friday, so that should be fun. Where's and, that? Uh, it's at a restaurant uh, in uh, a Miracle Mile, mm-hmm. and uh, and then just one more thing, just to wrap up. I guess we can talk about this maybe later in Air Six Nine. But what a crazy week it was in Miami uh, on Thursday with the whole the whole. You, you're the one that sent me the video of the UPS shit truck, and I yeah, mean, I was, you know I wanted they, to put that on the list. We need to be we we need to just be um, careful. Yeah, we need to be careful with that because I don't want to make it out to be like, you know. I don't want it to be anti-cop, and it might come out anti-cop a little exactly. bit. I think we, I think we're both on the same page. One, our condolences to all that lost their life. Yeah, but two, uh, we're not anti-cop, and we support no. law enforcement. But that was there was some pretty stupid. Police it wasn't work. a great. Yeah, it wasn't a great. It wasn't a great call on their right. on their part. If you even see the video, the fact that they're. Um, the fact that they're doing that thing where they're moving... They were the- literal, And that, that fucking van, that SUV, had kids too. in it. Yeah, I mean, come on. But the thing is, it's not like, you know, but to their... Def- I mean, to I can see both sides to it, too, because it's like, listen, it's not like it's a hostage situation where you're going to a, an isolated place and you get your whole hostage and SWAT team uh, people in order. I mean, these are cops that were patrol cops that were pursuing this person. yeah. Said I have worked with these police in my old job. Some of them are not well trained when it comes to that, and that's nothing on them. You're just not really. Let's get let's get into it because this is going to be an interesting conversation. I think because yeah. we we have but some I interesting ideas. I think you had a lot of inexperienced cops in a situation where it essentially presented itself like something out of a movie or a video game, and uh, it's just scary. I mean, it's rush hour traffic. Yeah. And, uh, in, in, in a main, I mean, we know the area well. I mean, the, I mean, Coral Gables isn't where the cops started firing, but when they were up in Broward and they stopped at the light, I mean, there's cars everywhere. Yes, that person started firing, but at that point, I think as the cops, you got to retreat. I mean, I, I don't think that you should engage at that point, but not only do they engage, like you say, they also use that van and use with it as a, as a shield. They're moving with it. Right. Uh, and like a barricade. Yeah. Uh, and then you like see the guy. I mean, it's really one of the most graphic shot, graphic uh, police chase I've ever and seen. I saw, and, and I saw it fucking. I saw it live. I no, was, I was you dying. Did. You no, you did. I saw it, and I and I was watching it in myself right after the fact. Uh, yeah, no, you were shocked, and rightfully so. Anyone would well, be. Well, because uh, our our buddy um, Michael, he, him, and I, we are, we're like diehard police chase fans. We get. Um, we get notifications on our phone and everything. And whenever I see one in Florida, I get excited because you never know. You, you know, like you, you know those, you know those roads, so to speak. And um, and it was wild when I, because they had said in the beginning that shots were fired, um, and then to actually see shots fired, and you could see like the the rounds going off out of the gun. It was pretty wild. No, I'm with you. It was crazy. Uh, you know, it sucks, especially this guy. You hear about the guy too. He was his first uh, first day on the job as a driver, as a driver. Yeah. On the, and apparently, he actually took someone's shift. It wasn't even his shift. 
I heard that too. With just, you know, it's the holidays, trying to make young family. So that's a tragedy. I mean, no one should, in your yeah. life, is just, you know, hug your loved ones. Um, but you know, that was a tragedy. That's holding. Um, and, uh, yep, look, I should be a referee. Uh, just last thing on this weekend, um, I, you're not a marvelous Mrs. Maisel guy, right? I'm not, no, I, I gave it a shot. I'm not. Oh, it's so funny. It yeah. was. I don't know. The only Jewish humor I like is is, uh, is 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 really, you know. And it's so Jewish humor, like it is just everything is Jewish humor. You have to, if you are a Jew and you know Jews, you'll you would enjoy it. And this one. It, it was really good, and I can't wait for that new show that you sent me. I watched the HBO show tonight, and I saw the coming attraction for it, Avenue yeah. 5. Yep, uh, I, I knew you would like that. Um, a good space tomorrow, comedy. Yeah, no, and, and I mean, that's, if, if there's somebody that's meant to, to watch or be in a space comedy, it is you. And we found out, I told you this week that you just mentioned it, Curb is coming back in uh, No, a lot of great January. Curb is coming back, and I actually, that's a good thing because I... I want to, when we get into college football, uh, when we get to like coaching and stuff like that, like I wanted to pitch a TV show for HBO. Okay. So. All so, right. Yeah. And, and we want to talk hot stove too. I mean, this is going to be, it's a big, we said, we talked about that. We're going to talk some hot stove. And that's, like I said, I'm excited for you because that's, uh, you know, like I said, because the NFL, I, I could talk for hours about football and you do, you could contribute as well, but baseball is your thing. So it's you know, baseball, politics, and weather. Yeah, so. I, love, I love those things. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's get into it. Um, first things first, I uh, will talk college football. I know you have a little rundown there tonight. Um, Minimal, yeah. My thing, my the, the craziest thing, and this is the only thing that I have to bring to this college football discussion tonight, how about Scott Frost passing up Joe Burrow? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a yeah. I I, I didn't I, I I didn't know you were going to catch that. Um, yeah, you know that's uh, that's crazy. Listen, I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's it, you're, it's easy to single out Scott Frost because the struggles he's had early in his career. A lot of teams in, in you know earlier in his time in Nebraska. A lot of he's not the only person that passed up Joe Burrow uh, to Scott Frost defense. But yeah, that's crazy. Um, you know, it's it, just it is, personal. It, guy, the guy. Yeah, no, you're. I'm with you. The guy, uh, the guy grew up being a Nebraska fan, Joe Burrow. Uh, I think that was his first choice before when before he when when we first went before he went to Ohio State. He even said he wanted to go he wanted to go to Nebraska, and Mike Riley didn't recruit him. Um, so yeah, no, listen, it's woulda, coulda, shoulda. Um, you know, I think it's 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 interesting. Uh, they would be in a, definitely in a different place, but I think you know for Joe Burrow. Uh, you also have to think, would he be the same player there? You know, they really they built that offense in LSU around his strengths and all that stuff. And I think for a guy like Joe Burrow, I think it actually helped him going to a total unknown in, in Louisiana, an Ohio kid. He's been kind of just welcomed there with open arms. Last week, he wears the jersey. Relished it, yeah. Burrow, with the, you saw that? With yeah, relished it. I mean, like, you know, somebody once said in our fraternity, uh, he said to us, one of our brothers, and people remember this, it was, you can only grow when you put yourself in an uncomfortable situation. I think Joe Burrow going to LSU was uh, uh, really helped his growth. So it, I think it could have been crazy if he went to uh, Nebraska. You know, it shows that maybe Scott Frost, you know, wasn't evaluating things the right way there at the time. I think he was all in on that Adrian Martinez guy, too, uh, because he wanted him for UCF as well uh, before he went to Nebraska. 
So, yeah, um, it, it would be interesting. But just staying on college football, uh, you, had, you had the, you know, the championship weekend. Um, and, you know, just we're not really going to touch on the games. Really, everything expected happened um, with the, uh, you know, LSU obviously winning. They blew out Georgia. Ohio State was almost upset, but they come back. And then Oklahoma and Baylor had a decent game. Uh, went into overtime. Oklahoma takes care of business. And Clemson did what they had to do. Um, and then a few weeks ago, I think Clemson is a team you do want to watch out for in this playoff because they really didn't have to show all their what they got in the ACC. They could make some noise in this playoff. So that Clemson, uh, that Clemson Ohio State game is going to be excellent. But I think everybody wants to see Ohio State, Joe Burrow going back against Ohio State. Um, but it was interesting, you know, talking about the playoff. I feel, and this is completely anecdotal, just based on Twitter and the few NCAA writers that I follow. It seemed like, and maybe not just NCAA writers, but sports media in general, it seemed like there was more talk this week about expanding the playoff than I had ever seen previously. Well, it's, I think, and I think this is exactly what needed to happen: is that it, the, the playoff expansion is not going to go anywhere when it seems like UCF or Utah missing out on it. But when you start having teams like Alabama not in it and other big programs not in it, those big blue blood programs, those will be the ones that push the needle for expansion uh, as opposed to the small. You know, the playoff doesn't want to expand just to let the likes of UCF. Right. They want to have more, as, more you know, blue blood programs as they can. So you're right. I think that's a great observation. But, um, but it was – Thank you. I've got it right. I don't think, you know, I don't think – you know, with the exception of, and this is going to be my knock on hypo when we do talk about UCF. I mean, I've said it before, UCF is seven points total. This would have been the year they would have been in the playoffs. If they had done what they had to do and not coached by a total buffoon and not, they lost seven points total, 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 seven points in all, in all three losses is what separated UCF from the Gasparilla Bowl to the playoff. And that's why fans should be upset. And I wanted to say one thing that I wrote down about Josh Heifel, I was talking about this earlier. There was a picture that I sent to the group over the weekend that we're in about Josh Heifel, um, and I've called him a slob many a time. Uh, we could post this picture. I don't care. But the fact that Josh Heifel, it was official visits this weekend. Uh, we have early signing days next week. You have the first early signing day, and you have national signing day in February. Families are coming to the, to the, to the, to the campus, to the football facilities, and Josh Heifel is there taking a picture could be, you know, listen, I don't know if UCF is kid's top choice or what, but it, for this family and this kid, this is somebody that's pursuing their dream of playing college football. And this fucking guy is wearing a goddamn just ugly fucking giant oversized sweater. He got his fat fucking legs hanging out, his thighs hanging out. Very, he looks tired. He looks like fucking shit. And Isn't that college football, though? No, Nick Saban, like when I'm sorry, I don't want to compare it to those things, but you're supposed to be the face of your program. Like Ed Orgeron is like a that kind of guy, but he still puts himself together. Uh, Randy Shannon put himself together. Just don't look like a slob. That's all I'm asking you. Um, and you look like a slob when you're away from the camera and stuff like that. But Josh Heifel, to me, looked like a coach that is okay with playing in the Gasparilla Bowl every year. He looks like he's okay with playing in the Gasparilla Bowl. So every UCF player that listens to this podcast, every UCF fan that listens to this podcast, Josh Heupel, you piece of shit, I want you to take in every moment of that Gasparilla Bowl and drink it in. And just remember, we never want to be in that situation again. You're getting less money. You're getting less cool shit. You're staying in a shittier hotel. No one's going to watch that fucking game on Monday at 2 o'clock. So Josh Heupel, this is what you get. 
for being a mediocre coach, for, for, for the way the mistakes that you made as a coach this season, for your stubbornness, for your shitty recruiting. We've already lost two recruits, by the way. You deserve the Gasparilla Bowl, Josh Heupel. And I'm so upset that Missouri hired Appalachian State's coach because I would love nothing more than to ship you and your fat ass back to Missouri, you fat fucking piece of shit. I hate you, Josh Heupel. Fuck you. Now, just to be fair, you don't hate him this much all the time. I hate him a lot right now. You do. You do right this second. But you, yes. you've been, you know, I think you've been very um, even keeled about Josh Heupel. I'm, well, I, well, not lately. No, I think lately. I think you've been even more so because, like, you know that nothing's going to change. Like, well, I know nothing's going to but I think me also seeing, like, I like, I'm a big coaching change guy, and we're going to get to that. I like those. I just, just, the guy just doesn't sell to me that he's going to do anything with this. He just looks like he's just going to be a blub. This was your chance. You had an easy schedule. You, I guess Mackenzie Milton was hurt. But guess what? Dylan Gabriel put up better numbers yeah. than Mackenzie Milton ever did. So don't give me that fucking excuse, fans. Don't give me the, oh, we were 0-12 years ago. Because I've said before, that's those illusion mentalities. You're the same wanted to play UF in a home-and-home home next year, stop it. Stop it. I'm not going to the bowl game just because I don't, I'm don't. not going to go on a, a Monday day off when I can cover people at work. But, however, the UCF fans that are chirping at um, that are chirping at Danny White for saying these tickets are too expensive, let me tell you something like this. This is the reason why we would never be in a power conference because this is essentially if we were on an SEC or an ACC, we'd probably play in a Jacksonville or an Outback, and we'd have to pay ninety dollars to go to that game. So just because it's not a big, you know, so don't just be, this is a test for UCF fans to show big conferences that we don't care what bowl game we go to. We'll pay it. If we can go to the game, we can make it work aside. We will pay. So don't complain about the $85 tickets because that, this is more of a message to the bigger conferences. But these fans are just as lazy as Josh Heupel, just as big a slobs as Josh Heupel, the ones that support him. He is a slob. I, I cannot stand Josh Heupel. All right. Anything else besides Josh Heupel? No, that's it for UCF. Um, I was just going to go, so I did that. I, I talked about Gasparilla and the bowl and the ticket prices. We're playing Marshall, by the way. I mean, what a fucking joke that is. Welcome back to Irrelevancy, UCF. Um, Hypo, um, bowl game, you have your dress like you want to be in the, in, the, in the Gasparilla Bowl. Oh, okay, yeah, just uh, coaching changes. Uh, the carousels really picked up this past week. You had uh, Lane Kiffin going to, from FAU, uh, to Ole Miss. I mean, one, good for Lane Kiffin, kind of the redemption tour, you know, for going back um, going back to the SEC. I think he deserves it. Uh, he's done very well at FAU. Um, and just something funny that, and then I want to get to uh, this point, but something funny, he gets in, I think I sent you this video, we'll share this video, but Lane Kiffin landing in uh, Oxford. Uh, you know, he, he gets a baby. Uh, you know, they give him a baby at the, at the, at the, at the tarmac. And when he gives the baby back to the father, the guy in his, like, uh, old Miss accent goes, hey, get yourself a burner phone, Lane. Get yourself a burner phone. And that, to me, is why I love college football and I love college football fans because they just don't give a fuck. Like, hey, Lane, listen, do what you got to do. Get yourself a burner phone, you know, and we'll take care of you, Lane. Uh, uh, it, it's exciting. It's funny. It shows the, you know, it's the same thing. It reminds me of when Scott Paul in Nebraska, how creepy they, those fans got. 
college football fans in big programs, are, and when they get excited and get something cool, they get really weird, and I love it. And that's going to go to my point of my pitch to HBO um, about, you know, like Eastbound and Down and Kenny Powers. They used oh, to yeah. do a show where there's a coach that kind of goes from a smaller school, like an up and coming, like the first episode shows like him at this smaller school at the end of the season, then gets hired by big Southern, you know, Southern, you know, SEC program, like that kind of thing. And just the dynamics between not only the program, but everything outside of it and how weird people are. I think they could do something funny with that. So HBO, uh, I know that the writers listen to this show, uh, show all the time. So reach out to me and I'll pitch this to you. Uh, Bud, you in? They gave up on Eastbound and Down way too quickly. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, it, it, well, it's kind of, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. And uh, But then they did this thing, like, it reminds me of the gemstones. Like, they do shit like that. So I think they could, you know, I think they could do something, uh, something funny. So I don't know. I like that idea. Uh, and then there's another coaching thing that happened because Josh Heifel didn't go to Missouri, which sucks. Eli Drinkowitz went there from App State. He's just a fucking no-name bum. Uh, but the coach of Arkansas. They hired Georgia's offensive line coach, Sam Pittman, who all these Arkansas people wanted him because I'll tell you why. The guy looks like a Razorback. He, I, I followed him on Twitter. He is going to be Ed Orgeron 2.0 in terms of the way he is as a recruiter. He's electric. The way he talks. Pud, I showed you the picture of him before. Does he not look like a Razorback? Looks like a legitimate hog. I think that if you had an Arkansas Razorback head coach, you, know, you, you didn't even have to know the name. You'd just say, that guy, like if you were doing the picture matching where you're pointing a, and maybe make a clip out of this where someone is making dots to coaches, you would go to Arkansas. You'd take the dot and point it there because that guy looks like a hog. And he's got this thing where he goes, yes, sir. So I like that. Um, and, uh, yeah, Sam Pittman. One of my he, he looks like Louis Anderson. That's he, who I'm. That's who he does. Yeah, kind of a, a Southern Louis Anderson. Yes, exactly. Very good. Very yes, thank good. you. Uh, thank you. I like yeah. I like Sam Pittman. I'm excited about Sam Pittman. I hope that he becomes a friend of the program. Um, who isn't? I know, but this is someone I'd like to really work on. Well, listen, let's do it. Uh, I think so. I think we have to. Like part of my take, they have Ed Orgeron. I want Sam Pittman to be our guy. But he's not going right. to be Josh Hype. Never and listen, be you, you, you've been hyping him now since the beginning. Who? Sam Pittman. I have. Yeah. So let's make this whole thing. If we can get that, I'll tweet this at him. We'll be a, we will be an Arkansas Razorback podcast. Jose, uh, we have Jose. a listener who won't be. Yeah. He, and he listens to the podcast. So if you, Jose, lives out there. Listen, you're recognizable. Jose Ruiz in Arkansas – People will recognize you. Can you get us Sam Pittman? I don't yeah. know. I'm sorry for putting your name out there like that. but Yeah. But, no. Yeah. But, hey. We'll that up. Good fucking guy. Now living in Arkansas. Right. And, you know, and a friend of the podcast. A yeah, real a friend, friend of the podcast. I think, a real friend. I think we can make something happen. Yeah. Okay. So, he he's our Arkansas guy. He's our Arkansas guy. So, I'm, I'm excited. I actually have another Arkansas. Yeah. Um... Uh, what was I going to say? We can also see Earl from Enigma, if he knows anything about him. What was I going to say? Georgia um, fan, so he might know. What's going on with Arkansas? Are they like a? Are they going to be a decent team ever again? It's going to take them a little bit, um, but they're they're getting there. All right. They're getting there. <laughs> but I think they got the right guy. Everyone's excited about this guy. I mean, listen, if you got a guy that looks like your mascot, I'd be excited about him too. Did you exhaust your list? 
Um, well, my list is pretty exhausted. It was just going to be uh, once we get to the NFL, um, but that's, I'm that's ready, it. I'm ready to get into the NFL. Okay. Um, well, really, uh, the first thing I want to say, just I think we should just talk about one game if we want. If we had our game, the Jets, the Jets, Dolphins. Man, a few other things to talk about. I mean, you guys didn't deserve to win that game, um, but the refs got it right. You know, at the end of the day, I'm not upset about it. Uh, it's not like they beat our ass or anything. It was just, you know, we, we you can't score seven field goals and no touchdowns. And, and I respect win. I respect Brian Flores. I, I saw, you know, because I do follow Omar Kelly and um, and uh, Armando Sargero. You know, so like I I I know I follow Dolphins. I I see quotes and stuff like that. Brian Flores came out today and basically said, you know, he was getting fired up for his players. Like, yeah, listen, you that's know. what you see for the guy. You know, I, you know, I, I, I can mean, respect that. Yeah, I like, I love, you know, me. He, I like, he's the opposite of uh, of Josh Heupel for me. I love Brian Flores. He's, yeah. you know, he got playing from. Um, so yeah, that was a, that was an interesting game. Um, uh, you know, you know, the one thing I'll say is um, about the Jets Dolphins, and I read an article about this earlier in the week. And it doesn't matter whether it's in Miami or whether it's in New York. It sucks that these teams suck. Yeah. Because the, the rivalry just doesn't have the same bite and flair that it used to. Yeah. Yeah. No, any, anything you do now would be a little thing. You know, and it's just like, I, you know, I, I, was with the, I was with our buddies yesterday watching the game. And... I, you know, and, and one of them kept saying, oh, you know, this is a good game. This is a good game. And it's like, it's a fucking good game because it's two shit teams playing shitty enough to have it be a good game. You know, side by side, we had the Niners Rams or uh, Niners Saints. And you want to talk about a fucking football game? Yeah, you know, you're talking you're talking about a football game where the over under was 45 and they scored, you know, 90 something. So, Did you see the text? I show you the text that I sent to my bookie. Um, I yeah, but I don't remember the the content. It was like at twelve o'clock. I texted my bookie. I said, "Yo, I meant to take." I, and it's true. I meant to take the. Uh, I meant to take the over, but I bet the under. And oh. he goes, "You got it. In, you got it. In, you got it into me on time. You're good." So, but thank you. You know who you are. So thank you. That's why I stay with you. Yeah. Well, no. So that's like for me to know that. That's pretty good too, um, but that's a fucking football game. And no, when you watch, and when you watch the Jets Dolphins, it's just you're it's missing sad. out on football. You're missing out on good football, and I just feel like and, and listen, I, I'm not getting into a, I don't want to get into a debate with you about where the Dolphins are right now. So just take what I'm saying at face value. When you have two teams that have been stuck in just pure mediocrity. You know, it, aside from the 2009-2010 Jets with Rex Ryan, you know, my life has pretty much sucked. Chad Pennington, um, you know, was my is the best quarterback in my Jets lifetime. Which my, is, I do, in my Dolphins lifetime. Right. So that's saying something about where the Jets and Dolphins are. So I, I, I hope that for – I would love for both of our sakes – to have two teams that are decent teams who put up good num you know good but games against one another that matter. I could really, yeah when I could really shit talk and have somebody to back me up I'm at my best you know I feel like a deep I like I'm like a deep a de uh, fanged uh, snake right now. It's just it it sucks. It's not fun. However, as a little as a little uh, transition to me being defanged uh, before the podcast. 
I'm just gonna before the podcast, there was a uh, on the Rich Eisen podcast. The one of the Pat's biggest reporters, Tom Curran, came out talking about. We've talked about this that Brady and the Patriots could be headed for a divorce. I've always said San Francisco might be where he goes, but the first team he came out and said that we're there's starting to be some smoke is the Miami Dolphins. And it makes sense with the pieces that are in place with the front office and the coaching staff. He's familiar with it. And Ross being a Michigan guy. And it's really who would you rather be, your bridge quarterback or Fitzpatrick? But from my perspective, one, be ready if that happens because even if we suck, I'm just going to be a fucking asshole even more. But two, this is uh, probably the biggest offseason if this were to happen for the entire state of Florida. That's reason to say why. Ah, ah, I'm speechless. Why? To say why, Tom? Why, Tom? Please tell us why. Well, why? Because this offseason, if the Dolphins were to get Tom Brady to come to South Florida and the state of Florida, that means that the state of Florida in one offseason would have acquired Donald Trump and Tom Brady. And that's huge. And that, my friends, is a big offseason. That's what that puts the NBA 2010 offseason where the Heat get the big three. That would be my big three. My dynamic duo, Don and Tom Brady. And maybe, and they're close. You know what? Maybe this You just said a trio. Who's the third? Yeah, me. Oh, you're Brian. the third. Well, yeah. Oh, Brian, you. Right. Well, maybe you. Maybe you're going to move back to Florida. That'd be nice. That could happen. Uh, but I said a dynamic duo. Um, so, but if you want to join them, listen, we'll have some room for you. Absolutely. Um, and that would be huge. And, you know, Tom and, uh, and Don are close. Maybe they stay together. You know, maybe they room together. Maybe Don, maybe Tom stays at Mar-a-Lago. Who knows? Brian uh, Flores doesn't strike me as the type of guy who would necessarily look to hang out with Donald Trump. I never said Brian Flores. I said Tom Brady. Uh, no, you but, did say you did say you did say Brian Flores. Oh, I meant, well, I meant that. I meant well. Listen, I think Brian Flores is a man that respects the office of the president of the United States. He's a, he's, a, he's you know I think that's Brian Flores. He's even said that, um, and um, with the whole thing with Kenny Stills. Um, so I like I, I'm I'm excited. So this could be a huge potential offseason. We already got one piece. Um, actually, the third will be Giselle. I mean. That's getting another. That's a fucking win too. Having Giselle here full time, um, and Tom, listen, I know anything you need from me to help your move to Miami better, I'm here for you. Uh, I don't know if it'd be TV12 diet approved, but I'm here to help in any way I can. Um, so just letting you know that if me with Tom Brady, home, watch out, just watch out, everybody, everybody, everybody. Oh my God! And it wouldn't be Tom Brady. It'd be Tom Brady. Would be left in Massachusetts. It'd be Tomas Brady. Tomas. Tomas. P O M A S. No more Tommy. Yeah. No. No more Tommy. It's gonna be Tomas. See, sí. come on, Tomas. Andale, Tomas. Come on. So that I might even get a Tomas jersey. T O M A S. I'm just gonna preemptively kill myself. Well, don't come on. Let's let you know. Be careful in this game when people say that. Okay, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not suicidal, yeah. but I probably would be. I probably would be. So, well, I, I, I would do my best. If you to- value my, if you value our friendship, you better hope that this doesn't happen. In fact, I think it's gonna only make our friendship stronger. Oh no, 
I mean, no, I mean, no, I mean, in fact, the last time that you and I had a passionate Jets Dolphins falling out, we almost we almost fell out. I, well, I walked I, out on you. Not you and I. That was on you. I think that was you. I walked you, out on you. I think you overreacted. I was not no, that. Bad. I think because you were just being mean all night. You're a mean person when the it was, when it wasn't my fault that Bryce Petty got decapitated. Bryce and Petty, Jarvis, oh my god. Jarvis Landry just took your soul out with that catch. And here we are. Yeah, and here and we're and we're here. And we're still here. Unbelievable. All right. So anything else with football? Um I, I actually do want to say one thing. Um oh. the Buffalo Bills missed a huge opportunity yesterday. Yeah. To put the Patriots on their heels, they missed. They 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 could have won that game. They could have, yeah. Um, and well, I will. And, and I will say, I don't think the Patriots. Uh, last week, I was still saying the Patriots are overall the team to beat. Tom Brady did not look good yesterday. No, you know, I don't. I, and I think it's. I don't know if it's much on him though. Is that I, I just don't think I think his I mean his his weapons suck really right now. It's really, really I agree. Bad. But for Tom Brady, Tom Brady has spent his entire career lifting players around him up, both both on the field and off the field. Yeah. And for him to after the game throw his players around him under the bus, that to me is signaling that Tom Brady is losing his step a little bit. Well, I just think he's upset with the way things are. I, I, think I don't upset. disagree. I don't disagree, but that doesn't take yeah. away from the fact that Tom Brady is not – he's not even the same Tom Brady that he was in week one and week two. Like that, so I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to talk about him like that. I think that he needs to – I mean, No, I mean, come on. We're, we're doing no, – I'm with you. I think that something's going on there. I think that it's in a, he's in an uncomfortable situation. I think he sees the writing on the wall. They've set him up to fail, and that's why he's going to come to the Dolphins. Uh, that's why he's going to come to the Dolphins. Uh, one more thing on that, though. People are telling me about, oh, um, this one thing about what people worry about, he's going to tarnish his legacy. Get over yourself, guys. This is not the 80s or 70s anymore. This salary cap and free agency, I mean, we saw Brett Favre. We saw Peyton Manning. We saw Emmett Smith. We saw Joe Montana. Yeah, I'm going to give you one that we haven't done uh, addressing. Okay, Boomer. That's a Boomer comment, all right? So don't, don't say tarnish his legacy. That's a Boomer comment. First of all, you and I, we love boomers. That's I number do, one. But no, not, I don't we, boomers say shit like that. No, but we are we are we see eye to eye with a lot of boomers. Absolutely. Um, oh, no, but you're uh, you're right in that sense, and I think that Tom Brady, you know, talking about I don't know who'd you say like Emmett Smith and all those people. Right. Listen, yeah, right. wait, Emmett Smith is Emmett Smith is one of the greatest running backs of all time. Right. But it's ambiguous. You know, people could point to different running backs as the greatest running backs of all time. Right. You really okay. can't point to any quarterbacks anymore as being no, the best. No, but I'm saying, like, you know, I mean, even when it happened, I'm saying when it happened at the time. You know, I know, but I know, but I'm saying he's, but his legacy is so in, like, it's so, it's so set in stone, like it doesn't well, matter. He's well, not they, Emmett Smith. No, that's Same thing with Tom Brady. Same thing with Peyton Manning. Like it's not. But Tom Brady is in a league of his own. He's. It doesn't matter. He. Well, he could matter. Go, I think we're making each other's points. It does not matter. Like, it, but this in this day and age, no one gives a fuck about that anymore. No. They don't. It's this. It's it, we're not. It's not the '80s anymore. Same thing yeah. in baseball. Like people don't. Your know, players move around. You know, we've seen pitchers. You know, Clemens. You know, yeah. Some of the 
Randy Johnson, some of the best players of all time have played for three different teams. A-Rod, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, the only one I'd say is the only one that maybe you have to go really, really far back when you get to the legends. But that's not the way things work anymore. So get the fuck over yourself, right? And keep my future quarterback's name out of your mouth, you boomers. Okay, so, boomer. Yeah, okay. Boomer. Um, so, all right. So, my future quarterback from here on out. Are you ready to move on to baseball? Ready to move on to baseball, yes. All right. So... Um, the winter meetings are upon us. Um, we should I don't do know. Mission, like for, for football. I'm not, that was yours was much better than mine. I'm a good sound effect guy. Yeah, you are. Um, you don't uh, you don't know this because you're not a Yankee fan, or you know you you haven't had this. The winter meetings every year, year in and year out, for me used to be like. Yeah. You know, countdown to the winter meetings. Yankees are going to make a big fucking signing. Yeah. I think I said in a few weeks, the most exciting winter meeting for me was when we almost got uh, Albert Pujols. Yeah. No, so the winter... Between hotel rooms. The last few years, though, the winter meetings have been generally boring. Um, Even Michael Kay, who goes um, to the winter meetings for the Yes Network and ESPN... You know, he was pissed off that he had to go last year because it's just it hasn't been fun. But this year, it seems like it's already getting off to a pretty hot start. Um, there's going to be a lot of money transacted in uh, in baseball this offseason. Um, the Marlins might even spend a little bit of money. Yeah, no, and they already kind of. I mean, they kind of have already. They've. Uh, I mean, last season, last weekend, they get last week they got up to a nice start. They went off and got uh, John M. Villar, who I've read nice things about. Uh, he's got good WAR, good metrics yeah. guy. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. We um, we've been talking about we we've been we've become more into saber metrics over the last especially few months. Situation, yeah. Um, yeah, him. They got uh, Jesus Aguilar, who I think is uh, first baseman. Um, from somewhere. Um, so, yeah, listen, I, I'm happy to see them investing in the major league roster. It's nice. I know that they were in on Castellanos as of this morning, but it seems like they've already been outbid, which is not surprising. I don't think they're in a position to spend $60 million on an outfielder yet when you got – they have a lot – you don't – the Marlins don't want any progress stoppers. You know, you have a lot of young guys coming up. So no need to spend $60 million on a guy where you got some guys coming up. So it should be interesting. But this is not our offseason. This is just a show. I mean, you had Strasburg signing today, I think, really set the tone for the, the big fish, and that's Garrett Cole. Right. So um, you have Garrett Cole who uh, – Strasburg signed today for – he's staying with the Nationals for seven years – um, seven years, two forty-five. So that comes out to an annual average value of uh, thirty-five mil. Uh, Cole's going to get more than that. Um, years and dollars. Uh, Joel Sherman of the Post said that the Yankees, if it's uh, if it's the Yankees making the final deal, they could be somewhere in the eight or nine year. Um, uh, 325, 324, 325 million dollar range. It's crazy. Um, but he's 29 years old. 29 years old has, uh, knock on wood, been generally healthy throughout his career. And baseball today is all about age. You know, if you could sign a guy yeah. for eight or nine years, uh, and you, you know, you hope 
for an eight or nine year contract, you're not really expecting to get at this point in somebody's career. You're not really expecting to get top value throughout that entire contract. You know, at 29 years old, you want to see a guy like that get four to five, hopefully six years of solid return on your investment. And, you know, in in the Yankees world, that's uh, that would be a couple of World Series. But um, but I think this one's I think he's going to sign this week. I think it's going to happen at the winter meetings. I think you have to. I mean, at this point, if they don't, that would be the biggest disappointment. And my problem is, is that all I'm hearing is that the Dodgers aren't really in on Garrett Cole, that it's really just down to the Yankees and the Angels. And if we're talking about two teams like this shit can't go into January, like just get it done, figure out who's going to make the biggest offer and whether he wants to play in New York or not. And and just do it. The Yankees have loved Garrett Cole forever. They drafted Garrett Cole and he chose to stay um, in California and go to UCLA instead of signing with the Yankees. And he did grow up a Yankee fan. But he did. And I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, you can see Exhibit A uh, in, in Anaheim. I don't know if Garrett Cole cares about this or not, but you go to Anaheim and you're irrelevant, even if you win. You're not irrelevant. I mean, look at the, I mean, the Mike Trout. You can't even recognize Mike Trout in a fucking Eagles game when they show him on TV. The so, best yeah. player in baseball is unrecognizable. What? The best player in baseball is unrecognizable. Trout. That's what I'm yeah. saying. I, no, I'm I'm saying like that's sad. But I just don't. Uh, I think you're gonna guys. So I said, Garrett Cole. I know you're a fan of the podcast, but here's some free advice from the podcast. If you go to L.A. and the Angels, you will be irrelevant. You will be yeah. absolutely irrelevant. I will never talk about you because I'm not gonna know about you. You're gonna, <laughs> 10 o'clock. Right? I might I might throw you as a last leg in in a parlay first five innings. But that's about it. That's about the, the most you're going to get out of me. So if you want to be me and want me to be in your corner and fight for you, and listen, when I'm in your corner, you want me in your corner. So Garrett Cole, sign with the Yankees. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. I think it, I'm feeling pretty good. The only thing that's going to stop him from signing with the Yankees, one of two things. He either really doesn't want to play in New York. So yeah. if he doesn't want to play in New York, then he's just not going to play in New York. Number two, if he – um, oh, fuck. Sorry. Uh, so Lost I my tra- oh, no. I can yeah. thought back. I think that the one thing that might be working against the, Yan- the Yankees is how long has Joe Madden been in L.A. for now after he got hired? About a month? Yeah. He probably has a great dispensary connect at this point or is growing his own weed. So Joe Madden has some great weed or edibles. That might be an issue. Yeah. So yeah, I think well, something you've got to consider that you're not you – know, I think you're taking it – as Yankee fans might not even account for that for you. But that's why, you know, I think that's something that needs to be taken into consideration. Joe Madden has definitely have the hookup now in California. New York needs to get their uh, their their shit together. They're, yeah, exactly. I, but even if they did, I, I would take Joe Madden as a better person to buy my pot from than Aaron Boone. Yeah. I think yeah, Joe – No, Aaron Boone definitely does not smoke pot. Exactly. So. No. I think that's no, work against them. Typical Gen Zer or Gen Xer, Gen yeah. Xer who like anti-drug, like grew up in Nancy Reagan's Just Say No. Yeah, I right. feel. And like. we're anti-drug podcast too, but yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But no, so listen, Yankees need to get this done. Garrett Cole, um, I haven't been this excited about a free agent in a long time. 
Um, we were talking about this. The Yankees. I see it in your skin. Like I can see it. You're glowing. What? Yeah. No. I. I. I'm feeling. I'm feeling pretty good about it. They oh. are. They are. Yeah, I don't know. It's exciting. It's just nice to have a, a an off season where the Yankees are. The Yankees were never in play for Machado and Harper. No. They didn't want. They, they were never in play for them. Those were never real. They flew out to California for this guy. This guy, he either wants to play in New York, or oh yeah. So the other thing that the Angels, the, if the Angels offer him like a ten-year, four hundred million dollar contract, I wouldn't do that. What? Ten-year, four hundred million dollar contract. If the Angels wanted to do that, like they can have him. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Like, not interested and, in that. And here's the other thing: I think that the Yankees are the one team that could absorb a massive contract. I'm like, I think if. If the Angels do this, once again, Garrett Cole not only would be irrelevant, besides only being able to smoke weed from that, everything that is good, if you go, like, what's going to happen? Sorry, but, sorry, let me go back. Besides only being able to smoke weed with Joe Madden, everything else after that, they're not going to be able to build a team around you after. It's going to be you and Mike Trout stuck there forever. And yeah. you're stuck. So, you know, uh, go to New York. It's going to be a lot cooler. You're going to be even irrelevant in your own town. No one gives a fuck about the Angels. You know, fucking what's his name? George, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is probably a Dodgers fan. And he was in Angels of the Outfield. Oh, J- yeah. Yeah. JP, I don't even know where he is. So, right. Like the Sandlot wasn't about the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Exactly. Benny the Jet I, became a Lord fucking star dead. of the Dodgers. Lord's dead. Yeah. Like, you're, you're, you're done. Yeah. Matt McConaughey, he's a Rangers fan. So, you're, you know, uh, you're stuck. Yeah. So, Los Angeles happens. It's it, it. You might be thinking it could happen, but it's not going to happen. The Angels. He's going to the. Um, another player. Just um, we'll we'll do another. We'll just do a position player. Anthony Rendon. He's somebody who's going to get a massive contract. And to be honest, before this year, I had no idea who the fuck he was. Oh, I knew who he was just because he was good against the Marlins. Well, because uh, you're in the NL East, I don't really pay attention to the National League. He screamed, I, I, what I've been reading, and if I'm reading is right, I mean, that guy screams like he's got to be in the Dodgers. Uh, that, that just, uh, that's just a Dodger name. Anthony Rendon, Chavez Ravine. Like, I could see him in Dodger blue for sure. Yeah, it just, yeah you just, if you're the Dodgers and you don't sign a guy named Anthony Rendon, whether it's a need or not, you're doing your fans and the community a disservice. I think it's, I think it's a need. I think he's definitely a possibility for them. Man, yeah, and I think if you don't sign Anthony Rendon, you're not allowed to call Chavez Ravine Chavez Ravine anymore because you're not really a fan of Latin players. Uh, just saying. That okay. I'm just, I'm just saying. Let you me think say, that's reasonable? I think it's extremely reasonable. Yeah. Extremely okay. reasonable. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I'm just looking through the list of MLB trade rumors, top free agents. I, I'm not interested in Madison Bumgarner. Yeah. But, Great website, MLB Trade Rumors. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's awesome, and they do a good job. They keep it going all year. Um, I, saw, I saw Madison Bumgarner to a projection. I saw a team, the Twins. The Twins. Is, I, I guess saw, that's... As a possible destination. Yeah, four years, $72 million is what MLB Trade Rumors is projecting. Um, I, I read today that he was seeking a five-year, $100 million contract. I know the Braves. I know there's been talk about one of him, of him going to Atlanta because he's from Georgia. He's from Coastal. No, no, never mind. Is that him? Is that Bumgarner? I think he is from Georgia. Either him or Chris. 
that's a Georgian name, I think. Garner. Let me see. I think he's um, Savannah. Uh, Hyunjin Ryu um, of oh, the uh, what? Don't want him. Well, no, he could be a, he could be a uh, a Yankee fallback. Oh, he's from Hickory, uh, North Carolina. All right, yeah, I could see that. He looks like it. Who's that? Hung Jung Woo? Is that the guy from the Dodgers? Yeah. Hyunjin Hyunjin Ryu. You signed the Marlins signed a Japanese second baseman that used to be in your minor league system today. Uh, uh the Japanese who? Some Japanese uh, infielder that used huh. to be in, yeah. Yeah, our infield is pretty much Adam set. Wainwright. Adam Wainwright's the one that's from Savannah, Georgia. If if Didi Gregorius does a one-year deal, the Marlins should go after him. I think that's uh, I think that's a possibility. I think that's, I, I think it's a possibility. Only on a one-year deal, though. Brunswick, Georgia. Yep, that's right by Savannah. That's, he went back because he went to where Burt went to school. He went to Glen Academy. Very good. Very good. Um all right, so um, I mean, mean I like, you like this? Yeah. You want another one? Let me, let me give me some. Let me this. How about this? These are these are positions that I'm interested in. Tell me who's out there. It might be realistic. Okay. Uh, the Marlins need a closer. I'm shopping for a closer. Okay. Um, closer and, and a good like maybe uh, utility bat in the in the bench, a like veteran utility bat. I definitely read today that um, Sergio Romo. No, Other that back. yeah, Sergio Romo is a, a possibility. Um, I don't think the Marlins are gonna. From what I read from Craig Mish today, they're not gonna spend a lot of money. So no, 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 no. I, yeah, I think they're, they're willing to spend. I mean, even Jeter. I mean, it was one of the best things I've ever heard him say. He goes, "If we identify a guy, we're gonna go out and get him." And he's never said that, so I do like that about Jeter. Yeah, no, that's that's what you want out of your owner, um, but, and that's why Mets fans are gonna. What was the, I know Don didn't make it. What? Did he get inducted today? No. No. Wait. So he's not oh. going to be. No. 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 That doesn't. That doesn't get announced until January. Okay. Okay. That might have just been. Okay. I know. This was the modern era committee. Okay. Okay. So these were like people that fell off of the writers' ballot, and then they get brought back up every so often. The baseball uh, game needs a needs like a uh, needs what John Tafford have get in there and shake things up. Well, I think that once. You got to Gammons vote away. Like, get him out of Once our generation, not even our generation, the generation right before us, like those sports writers, those guys are generally, for the most part, voting for Bonds and Clemens. Right. You know, and uh, and they deserve to, they they should be in the Hall. Listen, in the Hall of Fame, any, any Hall of Fame, is about telling the story of that sport. It's not just, you know, you don't just have Hall of Famers in there. You have big moments. You know, sometimes if something big happens in a the game, they take the stuff and they send it to Cooperstown. They send it to Canton. That's how the Hall of Famers work. Those players, like him or not, are the story of the sport. They didn't kill anybody. You know, it's not like that. You know, they're the Steroids story. saved baseball. Steroids saved baseball. Exactly. I mean, everyone remembers where they were the summer of 98. You oh, know, yeah. one of the electric summers ever. Every oh, yeah. kid 30 years old. Uh, right, you know, about in the early, late twenties, early thirties, very likely fell in love with baseball that summer. Oh, you know, yeah. if you didn't have a team, you know, I, mine was in nineteen ninety, leaving of ninety. I grew up with the Marlins, but you know, they won the World Series in ninety seven. But nineteen ninety eight, that brought the whole country in. Like this is fucking cool. 
You know, so yeah, it's part of the story of baseball. So yeah, uh, it's you like that? Yeah, it is. You Ken Burns should include you in chapter ten. Chapters, yeah. I'm listening, Ken Burns. Please, ha, I know. Have you what? watched the Ken Burns baseball documentary? Yeah. Every chapter. No. It's good, I man. Yeah. What? I don't think I've watched it. It's is on. It, is it Netflix? I'm pretty sure it is. Like Cry? Um, I don't think so. But it's just if you like baseball. Because Do they have like a slow ballad or like a slow version of "Take Me Out to the Ball Game" at any point, like like on a piano, that gets me. Like the old version of like "Take Me Out to the Ball Game," like as a background song to something, that gets me. Like with the Masters song, almost. Um, I can't recall, but it's worth watching. You're you love documentaries. I wouldn't steer I you Fox. wrong. Yeah, no, I know you wouldn't. I will say this: when we end when we talk about this, but when. Uh, Jose Fernandez, the game after he passed, when they did the trumpet of "Take Me Out to the Ball Game," get me out of. It. I mean, you had, <laughs> had, had to take me out of the ball game. I was, I was literally in tears. But that's uh, moving. That was moving, but it's yeah, that's just, moving. It was just one guy. Oh my god! I Ooh. love baseball, man. Love baseball. Love baseball. You know, it, it's nice. I love. Um, yeah, I love football, but baseball does something different. So. It does. It's it's a different. It, first of all, it's it's a long it's a long season. So it right. takes your it takes your time. It takes your your dedication. And if you I'm are the game with this with this new Amazon Prime, I'll be able to go and join you in New York or go out to Seattle or whatever. I just bounce around. There's a power of this remote. That's it. Yeah. yeah no. Li- and listen, having being able to watch a Yankee game, the Yankees are going to be an exciting team next year. And um, there's nothing better than tuning into your team every four or five days and watching the best pitcher in baseball. I can't wait. You know, it was nice. It, I remember having it with Jose, and I loved it. I can't wait. It's Man, nice. what a fucking shame. Let's stop talking about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So I'm pretty much through with baseball unless you just want to keep going. No, I think we're good. I think we, well, you and I can, but I think we'd lose people. I think um, – I think the winter meetings are going to be fun. Stay tuned. We'll do a recap yeah, next week. Very cold. Like, do we have to do it? I guess we'd have to do an emergency pod, right? I have to yeah. be ready. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm ready and able. Uh, yeah. I mean, just even a quick reaction, blah, blah, blah. Um, well, I'll, I'll, for that one, because I feel like you'd be a little – I'll MC it. I just want to see if there's any uh, – if there's anything – going on real quick i'm just checking checking the tweets checking the tweets nothing doesn't really seem like anything's going on right now but um but congratulations to steven strasberg for cashing in um cashing out cashing in depending on how you're looking at it i guess um big time money garrett cole's gonna get paid and uh hopefully the yankees are your 2020 world series favorites they easily will all right, so um, moving into uh, let, let, we'll do a quick, you know, we'll do a quick thing for the next yeah, uh, for the next few segments. Um, Schmier and Getty, just just broadly, we had we had a pretty interesting week with animals, and it and it culminated oh. tonight. Um, the first one, the first story, um, dolphins and LSD. 
So the headline reads, NASA prepped for alien communication with LSD dolphin sex experiment. What do you think about this? Um, well, it makes total sense to me. Dolphins are the smartest mammal out there. So I think if there's anyone, listen, I've said, I think it kind of correlates with what we said a few weeks besides ago. Besides humans. Well, besides humans, yes, yeah, sea mammal. Um, right. Uh, but I think there was something we correlated with a few weeks, or so maybe even further back, when I talked about how the reason we probably haven't talked to aliens that there's only been a select few is that we're too stupid for them. So humans, when they are on acid, they tend to be, and not from experience, but they tend to have a more enhanced mind and things are going on. So with a dolphin's brain, I can only imagine what kind of enhanced mind they would have on acid. Uh, and I think they're the perfect candidate to kind of be our ambassadors to aliens. You ever see the movie Zeus and Roxanne? Love that movie. Yeah, with the dog and the and the uh, the dolphin. Exactly. That yeah. that movie proved that dolphins are fucking smart, man. And also, dolphins will hold their own to any bullshit the aliens pull because I know aliens are gonna pull some bullshit. I just have I just know it. Um, dolphins are actually one of the most defensive uh, creatures in the sea. When I was in swim gym uh, during my time as a youth. Um, they told swim us dolphins gym. swim gym. Yeah, it was like it was like the it was like the sleepaway camp for upper middle class Jewish kids in Miami that didn't go to sleepaway camp. But it was not a sleepaway camp. It was like in Kibis game, you know, your parents spent like fucking two grand a week to send you there because oh, it was yeah. like George Foreman fucking grilled foods all the time. But you just had free range of Biscayne Bay and this was aquatic. It was amazing. Sailed boats, learned how to sail. That's oh, nice. it was fun. Yeah, so they always said one. They said the dolphins like be careful of them because like they're pretty dangerous. Because dolphins will come at you if they're like wild. They they've been known to like barrel towards you with the bottom nose. They've killed sharks. One of the fiercest mammals in the sea. So I would put them up against any fucking alien. In in Zeus and Roxanne, there was a fucking shark. Exactly. Yeah. So you're right. It goes back to Zeus and Roxanne. So yes, yeah. uh, I think that NASA has got it right here. Um, I think that that is the perfect front to do it. Um, especially, you probably send them to Jupiter's moon, Europa, if you need to, to swim there. Um, so you're good. We have breaking news, but not baseball. Not baseball. Um, Fox News is reporting that House Democrats are expected to announce at least two articles of impeachment tomorrow against Trump. That's moved up. That was supposed to happen on Thursday. Good, cool, awesome. I'm excited for the trial. Um, I thought I would. I thought that you know it'd be nice no, to no, get listen, your that's, instant that's, reaction that's, to that. No, my that's my reaction. Here's here's my other reaction. My hat is on. I'm ready for war. Um, and uh, you know, let them do this. This is they're they're bearing their own uh they're bearing their own grave. So congratulations. They've they've ruined they've helped ruin the country. Uh, and this is an uh, attempted coup. And uh, I'm not a fan. But I'm no. excited for. I'm very. I've never been. Get your popcorn ready, uh, everybody, because it is going to be fucking great. The gig is up. Whoa! Hey, another hey. thing. Another thing from the Twitterverse. Uh oh. We didn't talk about the Patriots' uh, new uh, new videoing. That's yeah. Listen. Uh, I, Do I we want to wait for more facts to come out on that? more facts to come out because I don't want to I don't want to one tarnish my, my, my future quarterbacks organization right now because I wanted to focus on the season but uh, 
I don't know. I think I read that they were actually doing that because they were, I mean, listen, the Patriots and cameras, never a good thing. But uh, let's see what happens here. I think this is this might be a big misunderstanding. I'm hearing that they were filming some sort of documentary for like how to advance scout works. Um, you know, there's, so let's let's see what's going on here. There's not enough facts. So but I'd like, from what I'd I like read, to, just from the top, just from, you know, the surface level, they did violate league policy by putting a production crew in the press box. So regardless okay. of whether or not it was nefarious. Sure way, yeah, I'm sure Roger Goodell is going to find a way to do something, you know, so, but, um, you know, all the more reasons probably for, you know, my future quarterback to want to come play for the Dolphins. We're a stable organization and we don't do stuff like that. So, right. Um, all right. Well, that's, uh, that's good. So, um, our next Schmearing Getty, um, this one's about a duck. Um, he is basically a nympho. He, he's a duck who likes to fuck. You nice. like that? You like that? Um, like, like, called like a... Um, man, what's the guy that wrote... What was the guy that... Uh, what's the guy that wrote children's stories about animals? Um, Dr. Seuss. No, not Dr. Seuss. This continue, it'll come to me. Okay, so the duck who likes to fuck, his name is Dave. Dave? Nymphoma yeah, nymphomaniac Dave the duck. I love, just side note, I love, I love animals that have human names. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, I'd like to name my dog Rudyard George. Rudyard Kipling. I, what do you think about the name George for a dog? I'm fine with that. I'm fine with any human name for dogs. I love that. Yeah, Melanie's forbidden George. But the author's name is uh, Rudyard Kipling that writes animal books for oh. children. Okay, well, thank you for you, looking that up. No, it didn't. Uh, it popped up. So this is a warning to you. If you have too much sex, if you're a duck, you can have your penis cut off. And that's what happened to Dave. Wait, okay, so if you have too much sex as a duck, is he in captivity? Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a private duck. He's not like a zoo duck. He's a pet duck. In the UK. Okay. Okay. So, um, the duck's owner said that Dave likes to mate up to ten times per day. Um... Dave was prescribed antibiotics, and um, Josh had to wash his pecker oh, every it was like day. Castration. It was a like chemical castration every day. Um, but no, I don't think. Yes, it was. It was uh, a castration. They they cut his penis off because he was having too much sex. Hey, listen, I mean that is. Uh... We take, I mean, listen, you know, it's, it's basically, maybe he doesn't have balls to cut off. It's like basically, uh, you know, doing your own uh, snip snip if you're a man, whatever that's called, uh, that's vasectomy, vasectomy. So maybe that's the vasectomy in the duck world. But a vasectomy is not that. That's what I'm saying in the duck world. It's, I, it's, I, it's, I'm just saying he doesn't have balls. I'm saying if he doesn't have, or if he doesn't have the stuff to so instead of doing that, they cut your penis off if you're a duck. Do ducks not have balls? I don't know. Uh, right. They have tested inside. They might have egg. They might have something that forms. I'm stuff. sure they do. 
I don't I don't I haven't seen a duck that's walking around with like truck nuts hanging off of him like the back of a fucking ram Dodge I ram. feel like if there was one it would be in Miami we don't have many ducks down here you know South Florida ducks would be fucked up ducks. yeah I would say maybe like a yeah like a Broward duck we don't have that many ducks mm, you just don't live near a lake yeah I got pelicans you live on the ocean yeah or the bay on the bay whatever By the um, there's nothing better than a good bay, like that briny smell. Nice smell. Well, I agree. It is beautiful. Um, so from the Schmear campaign to Dave the fucking duck, we wish you a speedy recovery. And yeah. uh, and we offer our condolences for right. your pecker. Or maybe it's like a bris. Yeah. Well, that's what, that is more... That makes more sense. That's a better comparison because you're getting your penis basically, you know, you're getting a little schmeckle cut off. So maybe we don't know the facts. Right. Well, no, I mean, I, I, I just told you whatever facts I had, basically. No, I'm just saying, you hear the little pun, don't know the quacks. Oh, Dave can still make pee-pee. There you go. Ducks. Male ducks do not use their penis to pee-pee. Okay, see, so they, they, there you go. So they might not have balls. So that's a fact for you. All right. Um, all right, so that's good. All right, moving on into quick hits. Um, and we are, we're way over, so we only got yeah. two quick hits for tonight. But um, Juice World, who... Um, I have no idea who he was. I had a text the, like in the rap game. Yeah, neither one, neither one of us knew who he was, so that is... And I'll plead ignorance. That's, that's ignorance on, on my part. Um, I'm not going to speak for you, but, you know, I'm not really a music guy. I don't listen to the latest hits. Um, but today, I, I saw an article that was really interesting that the pilot was a narc. Yes. And he may have... OD'd on Percocet because he found out that cops were meeting him at the right. airport and he wanted to get rid of the drugs. But I also saw like that there were that there may have been guns and body armor and just crazy shit involved. And it's yeah. just this it's is on wild. the pilot. This is on the pilot here. Um, there's a reason people choose to fly private and have private jets so they don't have to worry about this stuff. So that pilot is a narc. Uh, I would not want him as my pilot. Mind you, I wouldn't be traveling with that stuff. But that there's some sort of like, uh, you know, code of trust if you're flying private. I'm flying it for a reason. Um, and this pilot is a really like he's a fun killer and he's a rap rapper killer. Um, he's yeah. no different than whoever killed uh, Tupac or uh, Biggie. Yeah. So I think that this pilot is enemy number one in the rap world. Uh, and I, I will lead the charge in, uh, in, 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 in locking this pilot up for, for the blood that he has in his hands. Yeah. I, uh, Juice World. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Rest in peace, Juice World. I, I, I hardly knew ye. Hey, can you tell the rapper, uh, can you tell him how they spell juice? It's not spelled juice like you would think, right? Um, uh, no, world is not spelled. Got you. Okay. W-R-I. And he's the hit song he has is called Lucid Dreams. Yeah, lucid. That's what all the kids. I gotta go listen to that because I I don't think I've ever heard it before. Yeah, it wasn't that great. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, maybe you know, you, you know what? Maybe he would have gotten better as a rapper if his pilot didn't fucking rat him out. 
All right. Well, that's that's nice. Fuck the pilot. Not I, all pilots. We respect no, pilots on this podcast. Pilot. Yeah, but you know, we're not. We just, you know, we respect our passenger. We respect the. I passenger. think most pilots are cool pilots. I think so too. I've I've been with a very. I've been on planes with cool pilots. Right. So, private at that. Yeah. And they didn't care what I traveled with. No. No. Good. Because I didn't travel with anything not illegal, but I'm just right. saying. Of course not. Right. Um, all right. Last things last. This is um, this is like a weather report, kind of. We touched okay. on it in the beginning. Um, oh, the, I, no, you, uh, you were trying to ask me if there was an earthquake in no, Miami? Try, no, I was There's asking. No, we were going to talk about the volcano in New Zealand. Got gotcha. you. Well, there wasn't an earthquake in Miami. Just Good. I'm glad that you're okay. Safe and sound. Uh, yeah, so this volcano in New Zealand, pretty fucked up, man. Five, I, some people are dead. Um, it's a popular tourist destination, like I think most um, uh, dormant volcanoes would be, uh, you know, like Krakatoa in Hawaii and um, Mount St. Helens in Washington and uh, so on and so forth. So it's. Um, this was pretty fucked up because I read today that they actually had reports that the volcano was showing increased activity in the days leading up to it, and they shouldn't have allowed tourists to even get there. Interesting, interesting. And uh, and you saw pictures. You saw people like this thing was huge. Yeah, well, they had yeah some people. And, oh, excuse me. Um, they had uh, like a live camera that's inside the. Uh... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Listen, Jesus. you know, recording live. Uh, you can cut that out. You can bleep that out. Um, okay. Yeah. I'm probably not. Bleep. Yeah, be a, that'd be a good and long bleep. Um, you know, they, they had these live cans that showed them these people walking, like, right on the rim. Um, so I don't know if, uh, you know, I, I don't know if these people, do they die instantaneously? Do they get blasted up in the air? I mean, I... Well, you posed that question to me yesterday, and I said that they weren't in the actual, like, blowhole. Um, right. But... but so if you get lava on you, like that, this swipes you away. Are you? Does it just melt immediately, or do you? Does it take a while? No, I would think that you, like, you start to ooze with the lava. So you die. It probably don't feel much. Do you think you feel much? Um, no, I, I don't think you die. I don't think bad idea. I might not be a. That might not be a terrible way to go. I don't know, man. I don't think. I think you're feeling it for at least a minute. Right. Like that's hot. That's hot for a minute. Yeah, that's it's hot because you're not. It's it's only burning your feet at that point. No, here's the. But okay, I see what you're saying. Okay, I, I meant like more. Okay, I just meant like you just. What if you fell in and you just fell into like a pool of lava? Like you just yeah, fall no, in. You don't. You they're not getting you out. No, but I'm gonna say like, do you, how long does that take you? Like, do you feel that? Maybe right if away. You, if you dove into a pool of lava, I don't know if you would. No, I don't know. It's an interesting question. Yeah. Like, we just, would you feel it? You know, that's one thing about our friends. We have a lot of friends that are in different positions, smart financially, business-wise, your know, league, law stuff, all that stuff. We don't have any, like, smart science friends. Um, like, we have engineers. I'm talking about, like, that kind of stuff. Like, you know, doctors. You know yeah, I mean? no, no doctors. You know, we have, we, have, we have, you know, Ted. But that's about it. And he's, he's, that's our closest one. So if he's listening, that he might be a good 
We have a few nurses. We have nurses. Yeah, we have some nurses. Yeah, they could help. A doctor nurse. A doctor nurse? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Okay, cat. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. A doctorate, yes. A doctorate nurse. Yeah. Yes. Doctor nurse. That'd be a good TV show, too. Yeah. Should be a good, should be a good candidate for it. Yeah, maybe. Oh, she- yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We could um, get Juice World's song to be the opening. Absolutely. I feel like we should probably close with Juice World's song just in honor, like R.I.P. All right, I'll promise you something. I'll I'll do that. Yeah. If you write up the rundown. I will. I'll write it up. I gotta go to Publix because I haven't eaten yet. Uh, well, that's not my problem. I know. I know it's not. I know it's not your problem. But I want an exercise today. All right. Well, you look good. You look a little disheveled that. right now, actually. What is I'm like sitting yeah, back? No, I know. It's just the no. It's the it's the I, look. I, I was watching the game. So I got Giants plus nine and the under. It's looking okay right now. All right. Well, I wish you luck in that. Um, I appreciate that. Keep an eye out. This is a good one. This This is a good good one. one. And I will say that for now on, I think you and I cannot bullshit beforehand. Well, we did before a little bit on the way. Uh, Very, very little. That's the way you got to do it. We opened with a bullshit and it was, and it got us both going. Right, I know. That's good. But it's still, you know, it's tough for me to do that because we talk a lot. I understand, but we're talking all day long. That's, yeah. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> I talk to you and I talk to Melanie. And Who do you like, talk to more? Like me or your wife? Um, her more more frequently, like text, like right. the texting conversations are longer. Right. But, but I can always. Fun. Frequency. Yeah. Or not frequency, or no, like just um, you're a close second, okay? That yeah, well, I'll take it. Yeah, you're a close second. Um, I guess right, so... between with me and your dad too. That's a big. I mean, that's, that one is very. That one's active. That that group chat. Well, especially that's since impeachment that started. started. Yeah, that's true. Impeachment <coughs> talk is uh, has yeah. really. Well, him and know. I, you know, we're we're both we're both fighters in the front line. You are not. On this, you two are not on the same level. He has, you know, he has. He's worse I, than me. No, no, you're way worse than him. Oh no, oh. I'm saying he hasn't totally lost it. Oh, that's disgusting. But in a good way. Yeah, that's in a loving way. Yeah, I, I have not lost it. I've, 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 I've actually only started to see clearer. I knew you were going to say that. I, I, had that in, I had that thought in my head. I said, that's exactly what he's going to say, and I was right on. I yep. was right on. So on that note, I hope you see clearly now. The rain has gone. Everybody have a great week. Love you. See ya. Spread the schmear. See ya. Fuck Josh Heupel. Yeah, fuck Josh Heupel. See ya. Bye. I still see your shadows in my room Can't take back the love that I gave you It's to the point where I love and I hate you And I cannot change you, so I must replace you Easier said than done, I thought you were the one Listening to my heart instead of my head You found another one, but I am the better one you forget me I still see your shadows in my room Can't take back the love that I gave you 
you said and done I thought you were the one listening to my heart instead of my head